All right, welcome back to the Gift of Gaming podcast. It's that time of the week again where we release a new episode. And joined with me this week is my 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 blood and my older brother, Andrew Wade. Andrew, it's been a while since you've been on the show. How are you keeping? Yeah, good. I thought you got rid of me. I'm glad to see I'm still here. Well, you're you're we're still reviewing. No, we're still reviewing. So yeah, <laughs> we'll keep it together. And also on today's show is uh, one of the Kevins, Mr. Kevin Brennan. Hello, Darren. My first non. Final Fantasy specific episode where I will definitely talk about Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Actually, you haven't been on an episode that wasn't Final Fantasy yeah, related. You one. have been on our Games Club Final Fantasy 16 episode and the second most popular episode, which is that Rebirth trailer that we all what? watched. I don't know if I asked this last week. What is the most? The first episode. Oh, nice. Which I would, which makes a lot of sense, I guess, with people kind of looking for a new podcast, trying to find something they'll listen to the first episode. What's uh, not good is that nothing's overtaken that. So loads of people listen to the first episode and then just like piecing out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not a good sign. Maybe I should reverse how the episodes are shown on Spotify. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we, yeah. got, we got better, I yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> better than our first episode. Um, so there's no, there's no theme or rhyme or reason for this episode. We didn't. I'm wholly unprepared. Uh, so uh, Luke and uh, Craig came up with the idea. Uh, Craig's often commented about his favorite part of the show is where I just ask, you know, what are you guys playing? And we shoot the breeze. And Luke said it's some of his fam- favorite formats in some of the podcasts he listens to. So let's see if we can uh, make it work, I guess. Be entertaining yeah, for yeah, an yeah. hour. <laughs> God, <laughs> no pressure. Can, can we make <laughs> yeah, genuine content off the top of our heads? We'll find it. So I'll ask the question, I guess. Just as I, as I always would to, to start off an episode. Andrew, Kev, what are you guys playing at the minute? Andrew, I'll start with you. you. You are a guy I can always rely on to have a plethora of games kind of on the back burner that you're kind of working your way through. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I've got uh, at least a dozen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's okay, Kev. We're safe. <laughs> and, yeah, we're Andrew, fine. <laughs> Andrew's going to carry this episode. I haven't played a dozen games this year, like new ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think one of the most recent ones um, I picked up there was Palia. Um, it's like a Stardew Valley that almost plays like World of Warcraft. Oh. So it's really, really, really chilled out. What's it called? Palia. Pa- like P-A-L-I-A. Oh, P-A-L-I-A. Is that the free-to-play to, free MMO that opened up recently? It was on like, I think it was on the Nintendo Showcase. Uh, I know it's on Switch, um, it, or it's going coming on Switch. Um, it's made by Singularity 6. Yes, it's, I have seen that one, yes. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. is... So much fun. I'd say it's, it's, it looks very relaxing. It's, it's done in such a way that there's no PvP at all. And a lot of the stuff that's done, like anything you do, if people help out with you, they get whatever you get. So that you, like you run to like a, a mining node and start mining on it. If anyone in your party joins and starts mining on it, or randoms as well, everyone gets the exact same offer. So if, you know, the, the thing is everyone help each other. And thing, but it's just such a, a fun and happy and relaxed game. Um, yeah. It sounds just, so wholesome. It is. Yeah. It's, 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 again, it's just enjoyable. There's nothing I've come across and I kind of gone, oh, not this again. It's just, the story's great. The character's are really well designed out. The what does it, like, what's the, how does it look? Like, is it top well, down, like, Stardew? Is no, it like no, no, no. It's, um, it's like, it's like something by Warcraft. It's kind of like the same. It's like a third oh. person kind of behind the, ca- behind the character around. And again, now, my laptop had to be dumbed down a tad. Yeah, as in you know, yeah. But um, yeah. No, it it runs it runs fairly well on it, but it's it looks like a beautiful game. Ah. It's mine doesn't obviously run as well as you see the the things on YouTube for it, but yeah, it still runs enough that I can. I love a good like it. wholesome, relaxed like Stardew Valley, Dredge, Animal Crossing, Palia, just like those games you can pick up at the end of a night or like yeah. with a cup of tea. 
and just uh, chill speaking through. of which I, stressful about I, it, had you a, know? I had a lovely night last night uh where uh i was, I was chilling out like got back home and lauren was feeling a bit under the weather so we were just kind of two of us chilling out and i was like i'll crack out the switch in animal crossing and i started a new island i think i mentioned it mm. before and i'm not I'm not kind of religious about it. I'll pop on. It, I, it's exactly what I wanted. I'll pop onto it when I remember to pop onto it and do a few bits and pieces. But I enough days had passed for me that the DLC that came out with it, which is the Happy Homes Paradise thing, um, that activated itself essentially. So now I could go and do this DLC stuff because enough days had passed in my island to allow it to happen. Yep. And I just, I just, it's a job. It's just a nice job. You go over to this other island. These other cute critters are like, hey, can you help us like decorate people's homes and make it nice for them in this holiday paradise? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I dressed up my dude to look like part of the crew, you know, in this nice. office gear. And I just walked around asking these friendly animals what way they wanted their room looking. And I went in and, and made it a thing. And I've been taking pictures for the scrapbook, for the office. <laughs> oh, am I a loser, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I'd no. like... I think I'd like to tackle Animal Crossing someday. I like, I've seen so many people play it and I've watched so many people play it and I've, I've seen so many different islands, what you can do with it and kind of like, I've helped out with a couple of people, but I, it's the type of game I think if I picked up, I would get sucked in for a long time and I'd be, I've seen how much time it sucked away from like Helen mm-hmm. over in New Zealand, Tole, yeah. you, oh, like yeah. mm. everyone. It's just, I, it, it just, for all the time it can eat up, it has such a, strong place in my heart in terms of covid rotten time whatever but the music anytime i open up that menu it's immediately yeah. safe it's like it's like having my own personal portable um therapist that just plays a tune for me when i'm low you know uh but no that it is it's, it's it's fantastic but it's the way i'm playing it right now is actually quite a nice way of doing it i will go on and i'm not i'm not changing the date and time to you know to fast forward or rewind yeah. and do certain things so i go on and there's only a certain amount of things you can do in a day in Animal Crossing, like you yeah. get, you're only going to get so many resources from your trees or your rocks. There's only going to be so many things you can say or gifts you can give to fellow villagers. So I, I do all my day things in it. I'm like, okay, that seems I'll, nice. I'll stop. Now. I think um, when Helen was playing it, she did the same thing. Uh, I think it was Helen. And on Sundays, she'd always get excited because turnips, uh, turnips would come turnips. along. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be the whole, the whole turnip, the turnip market. <laughs> and now they cheap this week. And like, yeah. The turnip exchange is unfortunately dead though because it is it's the quickest way of making money and paying for all of your island um updates and i think i got into this what ruined my no one would say ruined my last island but what made me kind of like live the the last time i played animal crossing the end of my time playing that was like a bit like a fever dream where i was like i gotta fucking sell the turnips for the most profit and i gotta (laughs) use use the money to pay off all my loans so tom nook doesn't come and break my knees (laughs) but like it got to the point where that's what i was playing the game for as opposed for just enjoying the like the turnip exchange is dead so go into that thing where you invite people to your island to say hey my turnips are selling whatever price and everybody rushes to your island and they give you loads of gold or bells for going there that stuff mm. isn't there anymore like the, i've yep. I went onto the turnip exchange recently and there was two people who had their island up and the turnips weren't selling for great money they were just looking for company you know it's yeah it's really sad <laughs> they're all sad. yeah i was on the turnip exchange being like ah it's definitely lost its glory days yeah. but it's been a nice way to play it this time where i'm not I'm not constantly chasing the rabbit per se in terms of the, the turnip exchange. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll pay for that hill that I'm building up to the next ledge sooner or later. Yeah. But I'm not rushing to the turnips. Turnip that's nice. Yeah. yeah. And th- that's, that's what I was with Pally as well. It's that, like, you know, with Stardew, I mean, you have like money. You need to get money for pretty much everything you're, you're trying to buy within the game. Ain't that of. life, Andrew, huh? Mm-hmm. But with Pally, it's not. The only things like, so oh. 
Yeah, that, yeah that's mm-hmm. like, so it works the same kind of thing. You put, you have your little bin that you dump all your stuff into the end of the day, but that gets uh, emptied at during like uh, 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. in in-game time. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and you get money off that, but so far, no, so far I'm a bit into it kind of thing, but all I've had to buy with actual, you know, in-game money is the blueprints for an axe and the blueprints for a hatchet. But apart from that, like you build everything yourself. Yeah. So you just mine all the resources you need to build everything. When you say in-game money... So, yeah, I, the currency, currency from the game, game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. gold in the game kind of thing so I, I was like you, buying hatchets like. I was going to say you're yeah. better buying real hatchets and things <laughs> and doing real work yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I, I will good. say one thing with it though um, there's a huge backlash for one part of the game it's owned is the in-game store so mm. it's done for purely cosmetics so there's no like the, you don't need to progress no pay to win or pay yeah. to win or whatever yeah yeah, like yeah no it's just on cosmetics but they worked it out that you can buy cosmetic packs at it's a set of three outfits or a set of one or buy one outfit kind of thing. one outfit will set you back like 25 euro oh uh three outfits is 65 euro that's kind of like it's kind of standard for a lot of the cosmetic stuff in different games now, i don't know what the quality of everything is like or the graphics but like you know apex legends would be similar now yeah you know but you're looking at 20 25 to think that you skin. could buy final fantasy 16 or three outfits in a game yeah no no yeah. and and i would never like that's just not how i would spend my money but on the, and i look it, it the whole cosmetic buying your battle pass thing is the thing I'm very much against. Mm. Uh, Baldur's Gate is a game that we definitely need to discuss today based off all the great things I'm hearing about that. But the whole store, your battle pass, whatever else, is just, it's gotten to a point now where I'm like, it's it's oversaturated with like pure nonsense, like three costumes for 60 quid. Yeah. And like, I get it. If it's if it's your game, it's all you're playing and you're absolutely in love with it and you want your person to look like that. And you're not, sp- I mean, I mean, I've, I've wasted 60 quid on lesser things than that in my lifetime, should have mean. So I get it. If you're if that's what you're into, if that's what you're playing, fine, go for it. But yeah, I can understand the backlash. That's pretty pricey for what is essentially just It silliness. is pricey. Yeah. Like I understand, you know, supporting games. Like I um I think I only bought one battle pass on Apex. And Apex is a good thing where when you Apex Legends where uh if you complete a battle pass, you get enough in-game currency to buy the next battle pass. Yeah. Warzone and Call of Duty had the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So it rolled over for a while and blah, blah, blah. But when I, I, I have to go and look at the hours um, I've spent on that game, but it's like, it's in the high hundreds. Like, it's a lot of time. And when I consider I've probably spent 30 or 40 quid on it, like, it's extremely good value. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, good definitely. they have them in there so you can support the game. But you're right, like, 20 quid a skin is like, it's really costly that much to make the skin. Like, a 10 inverse skin might mm-hmm. be more reasonable for someone to pay. I don't know. Yeah, they they like going by the it like it's there's it's obviously online as well, so there's loads of people running around. But every time I've played it, like there's there's dozens of people all over the place. Every server I've been in, like there's if not full, then close to capacity kind of thing. So yeah, it's not like they're short on people jumping onto the game, but having that much forward, you'll you'll see enough people running around in the thing. So enough people are doing it. Is the game free? The game's free. Okay, and it's in beta at the moment, so obviously it's got its own little issues and stuff like that. But yeah, the game yeah. itself is entirely free. Nice. Um. Is it only on PC or is it on console? It's PC. I think they have plans to bring it to the Switch. Yeah. And then they were looking at plans to bring it to the likes of Xbox and PlayStation. But of that, that could be after the Alpha is released, which events like games lately, they're betas for months, if not years. Yeah. So. Darren. So yeah. I was just going to say, you played the Baldur's Gate yeah. beta, right? I did. I played it on, on Greatest Gaming thing that ever arrived here was the google stadia that's what i played it on nice that long living uh really is, well supported is it completely shut down now like you can't do is it just a, a 
an ornament like can you do anything with the console anymore so because i know they shut down the service right mm-hmm. so there's no there is no console so the well, i have to say i i benefited hugely from google stadia right yeah. the only mo- money i spent so i went in and i got the founder's edition of google stadia got the cool different colored controller like the black and orange instead of the white and orange mm. got a cool controller i also got the chromecast ultra like that when you when you bought Stadia, you got the controller and the Chromecast Ultra, and that was it. And the Chromecast Ultra, though, it's gone from the screen now. But you know when you open up uh, Google or your Chromecast, and yeah. it'll have like a picture and the little TV connection button or whatever. Um, for the Ultra that came with the Google Stadia, it also had a clip at the bottom of the of the page to say this is the code for like your uh, Google Stadia controller. So if you tap that in, it would lock your controller into your Chromecast hmm. and then open up. Stadia, which was like the home page, you select what game you want to play, and it opens that game, and you're just playing it straight away. So there was yeah. no console; it was all off the cloud. So I was playing the beta, the pre-access, whatever you want to call it, or early access um, version of uh, Baldur's Gate. Now I think I paid full price for it at the time, maybe sixty quid, maybe at that time. Yeah. But you got full access for X amount of time with the game, and then when the game was eventually released, I think the plan was that you would get the game. Plus, whatever future DLC content was coming for free and mm. kind of bonus weapons and items, things like that, for yeah. free at that time as well. I'm sure some people who were on the the early, the, the beta one for the PC would probably have a good shout. I must ask Chris, because Chris just got on yeah. the PC recently. Mm. I Because I wonder if it's like a cross-console, essentially. Like, do you have a Baldur's Gate account that you'll be able to use now on PlayStation I and just, claim those rewards, even though it was I, on the Stadia originally? No, so, no. And, and, and this, is, a shame. this is what I mean was why Stadia was great for me. Because they cancelled the whole thing, they shut it all down, I got the money for uh, the controller and the Chromecast Ultra back. All that money back. Hmm. But yeah. I still have a Chromecast. You know, It didn't cost me anything. I got the money for Baldur's Gate returned to me all that money all yeah. the money for Final Fantasy 16 Royal Edition which I got as well and all the money for Cyberpunk all that came back to me and then uh, like, and the cost of getting the control and everything like that so the only thing I paid for was there was two months where I actually paid for the online subscription service yeah because they were releasing like monthly games but like their monthly games and everything like that was shit. That's what let the whole system down. There was nothing coming on to Google Stadia that was worth playing playing, f- playing mm. for the subscription. And yeah. that's the only way they're making money because there's no physical copies of games you can buy. There's no console you can buy. Yeah. It's just the controller and like a Chromecast or whatever. So that's where they really, that's what we let them down. The game, the, the, the stuff that was available on the Stadia store was awful. But going back to Baldur's Gate, yeah. talking about that game, I am super excited to actually... To, to play that game in its full working capacity, I, I was playing the, the beta for about a year and a half on Stadia, give or take. Um, it was only open to a certain point in the game. A good yeah. few hours, uh, like plenty of hours in. I never got that far. Like That's how far in it was. I never mm. got far enough to do that. Uh, but we're in for a treat. We're in for a really big treat yeah, I think, with that game. Chris has even said that in it is like an initial playing of it that he's delighted. And what's so nice about it, and it's kind of what I wanted to get into, I was just checking there, a good friend, Daniel, who... I hope he's going to probably make an appearance in the podcast soon. He sent me a, a link to an IGN video, and this was uh, an opinion from Destin Lagery. Lagery? Mm. Terrible pronouncing names. But he did a great video, and I recommend anybody to go watch it on IGN's channel. Is He breaks down, like, this is what... You know, th- there's been a massive backlash from Baldur's Gate. Loads of other developers are coming out and saying, you should not expect this from games. Mm. Yeah. And I'm kind of sitting back and like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like, this is no. We should not expect this from games because you have been training our mind to think that this this isn't achievable. Yeah. When very clearly it is. So like, 
another video I watched just a guy on like an Instagram feed I, I don't know his name but he made a very good point being like you know oh all these games will come out like you know with teams of thousands of people they'll come out and the game will be buggy and it'll have these problems but their store is never down the yeah. things to yeah. buy the battle pass and the cosmetics <laughs> is never down so yeah there was loads of people saying this people saying this is the gold standard for video games don't know what's involved in blah blah, blah. and I was like well these guys have done it so you can't say that it, I mean these guys know what's involved in making but games. But see, that's the thing. If, if they've done it, then by definition, that becomes the gold standard. Yes, and I hope it does. And Sorry, what, what I mean to say is for people who don't know where I'm trying to get at here because I am kind of like firing ahead, Baldur's Gate 3 is a game that's coming out with a full game available, no extra cost, no cosmetics, no pay to play or pay to win. Mm. You just buy the game, it's fully there, and it's the game is like massive. People have commented saying well over 100 plus hours just to get through the game. How much is it here? 70, I think. That's yeah, very that's, reasonable. Yeah. Because a lot of games are 80 now, right? A lot of games jumped up to... S- oh, maybe you're right. Maybe no, 79.99 for a lot of games. I've yeah. Well, maybe maybe that's so. what Baldur's Gate is at then. Yeah. I'm, I'm Which, sure I mean, would be standard. fair enough. I yeah. was just yeah. curious whether or not it was, it was at the But the game's end, fantastic. I mean, and, and what's nice, what I love about it is for... I mean, it's great that any game would come out and really put a a full stop against the argument that like, oh, we can't make games like this anymore. It's just not feasible in the, the modern industry. Uh, but I love even more so that it's the it's a game that's based solely on D&D, which is such a wholesome community as well. Mm. It's such a, a game based on such a wholesome game or way to spend your time. I mean, an early way to spend your time, whatever you want to look at it, but wholesome way to spend your time. They've come out and built this game. And don't get me wrong, like it's been in beta for a long time. So they've been testing it for a while. So I'm sure they've spent a lot of money just to get them to here and I know that's not the norm for games to go through such a what would you say a a lengthy beta kind yeah, of yeah exactly yeah yeah um but it's arrived and it looks like it's an incredible nick I'm sure it'll probably still have its bugs but the fact that they're doing that and it's from a community of people that like love this like you know D&D role playing game I'm like yeah touche fellas yeah. and, and they are they are delaying the, the PS5 launch a bit as well to make sure they had all this kind of stuff cleared out and out of the way as well wait it's yeah. not the 2nd of September anymore it, oh no 2nd of September now but it was the end of August kind of oh they that's true back a few yeah. days as well. and oh. I think thank heavens yeah. no. <laughs> I'm so, so excited because I was wondering we were talking about it the other day and the only thing uh, I was wondering what, how it would port over to PlayStation do you know what I mean? Because um, we were talking about Realm Reborn, which I'm sure we'll get onto. Oh yeah, oh yeah, at some stage, <laughs> Final Fantasy again. Um, and you were saying that it's kind of similar, like it's a little bit clunky on console. So it's like yeah. a lot of games like that can be made made or broken by mm. how well the game is ported over. Yeah. So that's my only concern about it's, it. Other it, than that, it, it I found amazing. a lot of those kind of games. Um, it's a lot to do with the fact that with the hopper on like the PC version, you have all your number keys. You can for your spells or that or it's mouse and stuff as well whereas the controller it's hold L1 and press the buttons and then hold L2 and press all the buttons like, yeah. it does tend to be a bit clunkier but it, and like having played it because I had it on a Stadia controller it is m- slightly clunky on a controller but I still was able to play through it no problem but you see the thing and the, the clunkiness I found about the game is not necessarily how it's been ported let's say to be used on a controller but how you play the game because it's so D and D, and it's not real time, or it's that, it's that real time, and like you know, it's turn based and all type of stuff. But you have to think about 
you know, it's like you know, we played D&D before, the three yeah. of us, whatever else, and you guys would often do things without thinking of repercussions that I have in my head because, you know, there's consequences to your actions, etc., etc. This game plays exactly like that. And there's so many things that when I was playing it, I didn't think that this would have an effect on me or that would have an effect on me. Or, oh, yeah, obviously I can't run through those little bits of fire still on the ground from that explosive barrel because it's going to put me into burn. And so all those little things that makes it feel like clunk. I mean, I wouldn't say clunky in a way, but it made me really slow down yes, how I played the game, the game and made me really think about it. But in a good way. I mean, I, I enjoyed that, like the, taking the time to perfect your strategy. But I think as well, because like it's Larian as well, they have had Divinity 2 as well. They've, they've had that and that's that runs brilliantly now. It's the same company. Same company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've had, they've had okay. that experience working on a console as well. So if they could even port over the basic way that works, yeah. that'd be... Obviously, you now it's for like next gen console and stuff yeah. as well. So. And like and that's the thing, I don't think I'm overly worried about the port. Having seen what they were able to do with with Google Stadia, which was essentially they were encouraging controller gameplay. I think for the most part with mm. that, uh, and I think aside from that, we are talking about the PS5. And interestingly enough, the reason it's out on PS5 and not Xbox, and I'd be interested, to, like if Luke was here, I'd be interested to get his opinion on this, is because the Xbox they reckon isn't powerful enough to run Baldur's Gate the way they want it to be run which really? is why it's only coming out on playstation and not is the playstation xbox. that much higher spec than the I think xbox it, apparently it's slightly higher but i yeah. didn't think i didn't think much to, that you could lose out on the game here or there but a game that was essentially built for pc apparently. yeah they might be mm. running right under limits of what a ps5 can but do. that's that's strange because like xbox is microsoft microsoft is pcs in my head do you know what I mean? yeah. so i find that unusual but yeah so apparently i was listening to uh, a podcast and they were discussing the fact that it's a thing that oh people might might need to be getting worried about is our you know is the Xbox not actually up to standard mm. and will we have to wait for the Pro to be able to get all the things that the PlayStation Five as it is a standard where a Pro version yeah. is able to manage and handle but yeah apparently the PlayStation was the only choice I don't think they were able to. now if I'm wrong on this email us at the Gifted Gaming uh, Podcast at Gmail com to let me know that I'm talking out my ass but uh, I think what they were saying was that that's very potentially one of the reasons why it's now on xbox because mm. over the past because we're halfway that's one of the questions i wanted to get you guys on we're halfway through the next gen consoles expected life cycle don't yeah. tell me i've only recently managed to get my hands on <laughs> yeah. ps5 but that'd be very strange <laughs> for a lot of people because it was so hard to get for so long it was so mm. hard to get for so long i mean it's been what three years it was 2020 yes yeah, so they, they reckon yeah. it's been three and a half oh. three and a half ish years and the oh 2020? No, what about I got it in 2021, but I think it was. 20, it was 2020, it was 2020 it. and it's it's taken me like I've only I don't even think I've had mine a year. Yeah, I, like yeah. I, I, it, that was not for want of not trying to get. The I was thing, very so. lucky. I was traveling in New Zealand at the time, um, and I was dri- <laughs> I was like driving all this unbelievably beautiful landscape or whatever, and I got a text from one of my mates being like, um, Noel Leeming or one of the big kind of like Harvey Norman, like one of the big superstores over there has stock and go and have a look. Straight away went on, didn't get any. And that night we were camping um, at some campsite in some town in the back end of New Zealand. And uh, we sat down with a laptop and two phones all connected up to the internet, like clicking through, trying to get it. It was like you would you would go in and there'd be no consoles available. And as you were sitting there watching, the page would refresh and it'd be like, click here to buy. And you'd have to jump oh, in and get it. Jesus. And I just managed to scrape one. And then I managed to scrape one for Niall as well, which is yeah. really lucky. I got him a, it wasn't a disc edition. There was none of those left. 
but I managed to buy him one of those and he, he paid me back. But it was like gold dust. Like I, I nearly wanted to finish my holiday early just to get back to Auckland just so I could like <laughs> sit down. And when I did get back, the first thing I did was like go in, open the PlayStation, set it up and turn on a... I just turned on Apex because I had nothing else, but mm. like it ran in 60 frames. It was beautiful. Yeah, and the, yeah. the PS5, Smooth such ass. a big difference. So when you picked up yours, your PS5, did you... Yeah. Um, was was it was it difficult at all or are we now in a situation because i mean i haven't really been paying much attention because i've had so for a while now i think was it difficult to get my hands on it kind of yeah when you, by, when you eventually did was it yeah i mean it was it was such a random one as well i think it was uh curry's um i was in work and one of the guys that was mentioned that oh you know so curry's was uh selling them so it's on the one the he was mentioned is on my route home uh through thing so I'll, I'll give it a check anyway and checked it and went online and they said they'd won in stock so as I tried to book it and wouldn't let me purchase it yeah. for the thing because whatever it just wasn't the thing. Yeah. I was like, oh for God's sake! So I rang them up and said, "Here, look, is there any chance?" Oh yeah, no, we've one left in stock. It's like, could you please hold that for me? He's like, "Uh, if you can get here in the next like hour, yeah." And I don't think I've ever left my office in such <laughs> a <laughs> speed. I think I left my phone behind. I left. I thankfully brought my wallet because that would have been a horror. But uh, yeah, no, I had to go back into work to get my phone then afterwards because it's just like yeah. well, well worth it. I got oh. the PS5 though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I broke uh, I broke some rules, some guidelines to get my PS5 because mm. we were in the depths of uh, COVID. Uh, well, let's say the depths. It was it was just at it the was beginning. A pretty, it was a minor. It, yeah. was, it was the beginning, but we were all quite scared. There was no there was no sign of vaccines or anything like this at this stage. Yeah. And I was uh, living in in with Lauren and her family for a little bit and. Uh, I was talking to a friend of ours and he was like, oh yeah, no, it's, you know, my partner got it like last night. We were just passing by, um, it was either, I think it was PC World in Carrick Mines and they just had a rake of them behind the till. And that was like last night before they closed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then at this point in time, we had like a five kilometer oh, the radius for you, for how yeah, you could yeah. travel. Carrick Mines is 18 kilometers away from me. So I, uh, I was, yeah, precious. I was meant to be at work anyway, right? I was working, but you know, working from home. We've got the remote laptop. So I was like, well, I haven't, I haven't had this section that I can leave right now. But this is like, I've got this news. It's about 10 a.m. So I hopped in the car with the laptop open beside me, connected to my <laughs> phone hotspot, drove all the way out to Carrick Mines, praying I wouldn't hit any sort of guard at checkpoints. Got to Carrick Mines, um, and there was this, like a small queue of people waiting again i think they opened a 10 or half 10 whatever mm. it was and i was second in line and i was sitting out there hunkered down outside it with the laptop open on my lap answering a few queries whatever else and uh saw that they were opening up so i closed the laptop got in and it was very obvious right from the moment that the key went in that door to unlock it that everybody in this queue was here for a ps5 <laughs> like word had gotten out <laughs> yeah that these places had gotten in some stuff late last night and this there might still be mm. some stock but it was so weird that i was like second in line comfortably about to walk in and i got like proper shoved in through the doorway like there was people like i'm, yeah, like I'm some getting black in. friday yeah. america stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah really really weird and i went in i was like oh and i wasn't i i just wasn't i was too busy trying to make sure i was you know no one work knew that i wasn't there like we're doing what i should do so i ran in real quick anyway and they said no we're only selling them if you buy a second controller and i was like fuck i'll i'll buy four controllers if that's what it takes <laughs> to buy a ps5 so i went in and luckily they had one picked it up and i remember i got back into the car <laughs> And I had the box beside me. And then I stepped back out of the car, went around to the passenger door, opened it, and I 
seatbelt like buckled in the <laughs> PS5 box <laughs> I was like you're coming home did, did you give it like a nice little, little pat like, yeah a little pat and then drove home and no no guy to check once the way home either got in left it in the box I was I was good because I knew it. Like, oh that was the thing I was driving back and realised that I was getting late for a meeting so pulled into like a, an industrial estate yeah um, put some headphones in and then blurred my background <laughs> as best I could to get in this meeting being like blah blah and I was like oh yeah yeah I'm, you know I'm still in my house I haven't left at all to go do this thing <laughs> so it was a whole ordeal but it was amazing to get it oh and like that was early as well early days so i it was this thing where i had to endure this fact that you couldn't get it for about two weeks and then hit on this and i was and once you get it like if i ever turn on it like aiden um my brother me and him play dmz a good bit at the moment uh which is extremely fun call of duty but he plays on a ps4 and that thing sounds like it's about to take off oh half the time it's unbelievable. And like I'll hear him, like I'll have my headphones on in my room and he'll be in his room and I'll just hear this like constantly in the background and it takes him ages to load anything. All the tech, like doors just look like, you know, I have it. messy watercolor yeah, paintings. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. But that was the thing. Like, and Darren, you are aware of what my, I think you're aware of what my oh, PlayStation yeah. was. Yeah. Like, so mine wasn't a case of, oh, I want a PS5, but I can wait a little while for it. Mine was a case of, I need a PS5 because my PS4 is about to explode. I was bad. Because this thing is, I couldn't put on a headset and play online games with people in a party because all they could hear was my PlayStation. So, so my loud. so my favorite memories of that was, I think, our old friend John Stein's Kev used to have a really loud computer. Good I fella. remember playing. We were we were playing Minecraft like Minecraft server. This is going back years, <laughs> but anytime John unmuted himself to talk. It was like he was like it was like someone was farm was, equipment. Someone was throwing a hair dryer right into the <laughs> yeah. mic, and that was him sitting beside his computer. I was like, John, I am getting this through your mic. I have no idea how you're sitting there and listening to that thing. Yeah. And just just the take off. Noise through mics is the worst as well. Um, it used to happen with Niall sometimes when uh, I was saying these before the podcast. I was in Auckland, New Zealand. He was in Melbourne, uh, in Australia at the time, and we used to play Apex and like a couple other games away out and stuff uh, online together. But he had a fan in his room. And the fan was on like rotate or whatever. And like the <laughs> mic's obviously set to just pick up noise that comes along. So it'd be like silent for like eight seconds. And then just this like <laughs> sounds like he's in a wind tunnel for four. <laughs> and then silent for another eight seconds. Like, please not. And we went, he was trying to like, oh, well, I'll like, you know, I'll mute it and unmute it and everything else. But you'd always forget. So eventually I'd just put up with it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, just leave it. It was that. The and then I remember we were playing some game online a couple of years ago. Andrew, I can't remember what it would have been. I would have hopped on. Was it that dwarf game? Deep Rock Galactic. Might have been no, Deep I Rock think Galactic. if you're thinking, we were playing uh, Call of Duty quite a bit, but, uh, oh, Warzone. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then I could hear from your mic, oh. your PlayStation. I, I was off. struggling to hear you guys through my headset with that. There, <laughs> going, oh, you were, you were describing now. it to me and I was like, Andrew, there's no way it's that bad. To the point where I was actually actively muting you yeah. while <laughs> I was playing Call of Duty. And and like, that's the worst because you don't want to like, like you want to be able to communicate yeah, with yeah. the people you're playing with and you feel bad, but it's like, I, I literally can't deal with this noise but see, right th- now. This is the thing as well. And like, you don't realize, like you play the PS4 and like obviously the PS4 is making noise, but you don't realize how much slower it is compared to PS5 until... Oh, big time. Yeah. Until like, I think it was, I was playing Warzone like that and you'd gotten yourself a PS5. And um, Monster Hunter. And Monster Hunter as well. Yeah. So like, you guys got on PS5. I think you'd gotten a PS5. Um, obviously yourself and Niall had gotten them um, at kind of that point as well. I yeah. think... Um, I think it was Andy had one as well. But there's enough in it that one of the parties I joined in, everybody but me was on PS5. Yeah. And I joined in after the countdown. You know, you're, you're falling down. Kind of at the king. I would be joining in as the game had already started and they've already done their little shootout while the countdown's kicking in. Yeah. It's like I joined into a game and like the party's already jumped out of the plane by then. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. 
yeah, and yeah. it did it's used so to sad. happen. You were just saying Monster Hunter. We're when we were all playing together. I remember it used to happen to you all the time. Oh God, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'd jump we'd in. land in, we'd rob all the potions from the chest, <laughs> yeah, we'd run yeah, out to like, the next area, and you're like, ah, oh, jeez. I'd, I'd, I'd jump in. I was like, where are you guys? Like, we're already fighting the monster. I was like, oh, for the love of. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but that brings me around to, to the to the question I had based on the PS5. We are essentially, give or take, approaching the halfway thing of the PS5's life cycle the you know based on the ps4 and the ps3 oh, seven before years mm. yeah seven years give or take so we, we, i mean we were talking about loading times there is it the next gen console you hoped for does it do has it impressed you does it feel like next gen are you w- wanting more from the ps5 or the, not necessarily the ps5 but from what's playable on the ps5 what feels like next gen so i've gone from the way the thing that gets me the most is that I can turn on my PS5 now and turn on my TV, turn on the PS5, and within ten seconds of turning on the PS5, I'm in playing a game. Mm. So that for me was the main difference. Yeah, the like speed. You on a PS4 and it takes a while to load the main screen, and then you go to the game, it's going through all the loading screens, get into the game, and you're playing. But now it's a case we can turn the PS5 on and like some of the games that I will mention um, as well, like, you straight into them. There's no loading times on games it seems now and that's the one thing that i love it's just but especially for people our age you know we're getting older we don't have we don't time, time, we don't time, have time yeah. for loading screens i want to chill no that's that had was the biggest thing for me and for a long time i was really underutilizing my ps5 um but it's just what i wanted to do i like played a lot of apex legends mm. towards the start of it but even that like having it in 60 frames like no frame rate drops at all regardless of how i mean good the fights are side for sure looks beautiful and yeah in competitive gaming it's like it's it's amazing and then i didn't really it was just loading times until i played final fantasy 16 and 16 was weird because i don't know if they need to give it more time to optimize it it did drop frame rates yes at certain points but it looked absolutely unreal like i invested in like a 4k monitor that runs at 60 frames and everything else like gave it the chance and it looks fantastic i've seen like horizon which you oh yeah oh, obviously yeah, yeah. adore That's... and that but the looks interesting incredible. thing about horizon and this is where i wonder about games because horizon forbidden west came out on the ps5 and the ps4 the dlc for horizon forbidden west was only ps5 so like that wasn't even like that looked amazing and it wasn't even locked into next gen Mm. consoles so i think for me i'm waiting to see (laughs) and kev good thing you're here because you won't get away from final fantasy ever with you on an episode (laughs) (laughs) but final fantasy 7 rebirth the fact that it is stated it comes on two discs it's it's giving me this impression that this thing could potentially be massive like absolutely fucking huge and my thing about it is, can is it possible to play a game with maybe a full open world map where you don't wait on anything? There's no load screens, there's no areas, just everything is... I mean, I know from progressing through the game, they'll have places closed off. But I mean, let's say you finish Final Fantasy VII mm. Remake, the trilogy, and you load it up one day, and you can go anywhere on this massive world map, and there's no entering or exiting a screen. There's no walking through a tunnel or squeezing through a tunnel while it loads up the next section. I'm like, is that what it's capable is of? It and, does it, and does that look good at the same time? I don't think the PS5 will be able to do that. The reason I'm saying that is because we played Horizon, um, the new one, and if you go into the cauldrons, there is a loading time between going in. It's, it's small, but it's there. But Horizon was built on ps4 and ps5 it wasn't a ps5 exclusive yes but the am i not wrong in saying that the dlc was just ps5 
DLC was just PS5, yeah, but there's only one but, cauldron in there, isn't it? Yeah, but that had a loading time to cross over into it. Yeah, I mean, true, but I have a funny feeling based off, I, I'd say they were using a lot of, you know, source code and stuff like that from, like, they, it looks a lot better, that's what they were going for, mm. I think it looks a lot better, probably runs a bit smoother, but I don't think it's a massive departure from, because it's DLC, so I don't yeah, think yeah. It's, go- mm. it's ever going to be a massive departure from the game that was available on PS4 and PS5. I would wonder, and I wish Chris was here for this because he's our PC playing, console hating, full time Canadian. Yeah, no, lore, lore, lore master. No, fucking, I always mess this I up. Know. He's gonna hate me for this. I only listen lore to the seeking. Bo- lore seeking. Lore seeking. Yeah, lore seeking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Chris would know because, like, the thing about consoles is, at the end of the day, they're essentially PCs running an operating system that gives you your menus and everything else, and mm. it's it's convenient and it's great. PC Master Race players would say, oh, well, even the PS5 is shit compared to this, and I have this graphics card, and blah, blah, blah. I'd wonder if PCs can run games like that, you know? I don't know if they can, and I don't know if the PS5 will be able to. No, I don't know enough about it, but it seems unrealistic. Like, I feel like our graphics are going to get better. I don't know if loading times are going to continue to improve. Like, did the loading times improve drastically over the PS4's lifetime? Or was it similar, but it tended so, to look better no, and th- more I, efficient ways of writing code? Or I, th- I think they, I think the game developers became more efficient, but there was never a case where, like, I mean, case in point, Monster Hunter, that was the, a really cool thing, to have someone play uh, a PlayStation 4 versus other people on a PS5, mm. all playing the same game together. And that alone giving you a, a very good indicator as to how much quicker the PS5 was. To me, yes, they improved the PS4, but it was never... I think it was always limited. I think the only reason it got better is because developers managed to make their games... It had been out for so long that they were able to utilize more of the PS4's potential. I I suspect the PS5 will be a similar situation. I like. I think it'll get better, and I think it'll look better, and I think it'll improve, and we'll be going... We'll see Rebirth and everything else go, this looks great, but I don't know if... I don't think it'll ever be... You'll see the kind of, like obviously the difference we saw between PS4 and PS5 is was phenomenal jump. I don't think you'll ever see a huge difference in PS5 loading times versus what they are now. Yeah, I don't think there needs to be though, unless there's a like when a massive game like Rebirth. Comes I mean, out. I've I've not waited long or not felt like I've been waiting long for anything on the PS5. No. But what I just mean to say is, is that can they do it where you just just don't have to wait? Like it's all the really interesting concept was what made Horizon so successful on the PlayStation Four. I was watching a, a a guy commentate on this was that it rendered things in a really interesting way in that everything behind Aloy during Horizon was was blank white oh, yeah. space or mm. stuff to be prepared. So the reason I think it lo- was able to look so good and feel so smooth and stuff like that on the likes of PS4 because it is like as far as I'm concerned it's the best looking game on PS4 hands down. Oh easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands down. And I think I was watching a thing where they said that it renders everything in Aloy's periphery, what you see on the screen, and when you turn, it's loading that well. I'm uh, not deleting, not deleting, but like, yeah, yeah, but undoing like, when it's loaded like for that, yeah. Turning down everything else that's behind it. So I'm kind of like, you know, is there room for such a, a possibility with PS5 and how people create games where they can do maybe something similar and to maybe that as well? for something like Rebirth, even just clever map design, you know, like have a world map where there's there's barriers in the world to what you can see and what the game needs to render mm-hmm. so it'll feel like you're able to just walk constantly through this world mm. you know have vantage points and everything else yeah. obviously where you can see it all looks beautiful and you can go over there but like load things up ahead of time but really like try and uh yeah try and work the map around it so you can and the really sorry just the really interesting thing about final fantasy was that a lot of the um 
that the part where you're in the Sector 7 slums in Final Fantasy 7 Remake and you look up to the plate yeah. for Midgar, that's, uh, they designed that really differently. Like, it's it's like a, it's like a painting almost. Yeah, it's, a, it's like, a picture, not an actual... Yeah, it's a picture, like a really, really, really high resolution. In 7 Remake or in yeah, original seven, 7? In 7 Remake. Oh. So when you're looking up, you're not, like, it's... And I think the PS, when you got on the PS5, they've done like a... a they a, redid it. It looked mm. amazing. They redid it. It looked amazing. Yeah. But the PS4, it still looked really, really good. But what they had done was actually just a really, really crazy high res. It's almost like um, Star Wars, like the original Star Wars trilogy, like the Death Star and all that kind of stuff was just a painting that they yeah. flew mm. things past. And I was like, it's just it's just clever... Clever ways Clever usage of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would you... What do you... Th- I mean, if is there anything else you want from this generation of console is there anything that, that's lacking that you were like god i wish i wish the playstation 5 the xbox series x whatever could do this how many like ps5 exclusives are there now because i feel like there wasn't many for a long time like 16 is right like some, a lot of newer games it was like returnal i think was that was the first mm. one that yeah. was touted as like now they're all a lot there's loads of them that are console exclusive as opposed to just playstation 5 exclusive i.e that they're releasing it on pc and playstation but not xbox or switch but, but ps4 as well as PS5 uh, we haven't no and this, that's why I think I'm hoping we get that as we as we move along I have a funny feeling that well, see, I, have a funny feeling, I think it's definitely the case whereby COVID and the lack of um, uh, equipment and supplies everything like that and how everything kind of slowed down really slowed down the PlayStation's capability to actually put a PlayStation in everybody's hand and now everyone has once let's develop PS5 games there was mm. a massive like well we still need to develop these games for PS4 and PS5 because the amount of PS5s out in the wild aren't enough really for us to make our money back if we're just going to PS5 and that's beginning to change so I think we'll probably see a lot more exclusives coming in the next second half of the PS5's life cycle because I think the only I remember when I got the PS5 I think the only game that had really just been designed for the PS5 was and correct me if I'm wrong on this Godfall Godfall was the Godfall was like one of the release games yeah yeah Yeah, and it it looked beautiful yeah and I played the I played the I knew you'd play it what I, I can just rely on you to play. For anyone oh, who, yeah. who can see, Darren has just spit his. I almost spat my water out with that. Like, <laughs> it's uh, like all the games that I Google, and I'm like, ah, six or seven out of ten. And I don't know. I'm like, I know Andy Wade's gonna try it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. I think uh, it's pretty much accepted at this point that if a game has come out that everyone else is looking at, going, ugh, then I've probably you'll give it a go. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Godfall was just it wasn't one that I was like. Uh, um, what would you say turning my nose down on it was just a thing that I was like okay I've got my PS5 now and I want X, Y and Z and Golf I'll just sit and fall into that was but it like fighting big monsters was it yeah, kind of so was he, or? here's the thing right and so it was very much kind of like um, Destiny style way it was done yeah Destiny um, but when I got it, it was, on, it was free on the PlayStation Store, but it did something that I don't think any game has ever done before and I can kind of understand why no game has ever done it before they gave you the entire, like you had this most badass character. They like they straight away gave you things like level. You were level sixty, and you had oh, all you got the, all the abilities, had and everything that oh. you should get. Thing and it was like here, you can play now, and you can play all the the stuff that you know everyone else is playing now. It's like a catch up kind of thing that you could do, but you get that, and there's nothing to earn. Oh yeah. So straight away you're kind of going, oh this is great. This is it. Wait, no, there's nothing to there's do. No there's no progression. Everything. Yeah, there's no progression. There's no leveling up. You have everything you can ever get. Yeah. It's like you're like playing Realm Reborn or something and having maxed out a character, having done everything. I was like, now yeah. what? Speaking of Realm Reborn, that's something that will never happen to us in Realm Reborn is where we've unlocked everything and, and played everything. That's because we, we won't just ever get the time to play the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> How long do we have left? Do we just want to talk about Realm Reborn? I think we have <laughs> the last 15 minutes on, uh, on Realm Reborn for sure. So Andrew, I mean, we, interestingly enough, I loaded up, uh, when I loaded, logged up 
uh, Realm Reborn, the Final Fantasy fourteen MMO RPG. Uh, when I loaded up again, and it's been ages, years since I'd done it, I mm. kind of had to like stick my data center and load up like these kind of like a file thing. And I checked the file thing that I had, and I have, I had two like save slots on it from mm. I guess the two previous times where I'd really taken up two thousand and fourteen and two thousand and eighteen. Um, so I'm almost on every four year buzz. I'll, yeah. I'll, like every like World Cups, I'll I'll give Realm Reborn another shot. Uh, logged on because we were talking about like, oh, let's see if the guys want to play. And a couple of people seemed keen, and we were talking about it being a good winter game to get into. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go in and just like kind of relearn my character that I had before because I I'm not I don't know if I'm going through the whole story again. Maybe and and you were Kev, you were kind of saying, no, I think I might give a new character a start. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. It's, I put too much time into that game to start a new character. Oh my god, I tried started a new character, and I cannot get out of that world i can't <laughs> i just can't i every spare moment of my day is i was in work today looking up like what are the best fates that i can go to at level 20 to get cool items i just yeah. like, i cannot stop thinking about the game see this is the thing i mean like we all played that game so much i mean so much and didn't get that far like well some of us played it a little more than others i'd be interested to see what your hours played is because i got to oh, the beginning of the third expansion i finished heaven's ward and got to the beginning of, well the second expansion i guess mm. uh, Stormblood, uh and that was i just kind of got into that and was like okay i'm done my time in the game is 720 hours which is oh, fucked does that include all of your characters though yes so it's it's the time that the game has been being yeah. played whatever um so 720 hours and for, did you did you finish endwalker and everything no so i um endwalker i never even started um okay. so i played through and i did so heaven's ward stormblood uh shadowbringers i think then endwalker was the next one after that unless i'm mistaken there's one between but I think that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, so I'd finished Shadowbringers and I think I was waiting at the time for Endwalkers to come out and then whatever happened, I think I just, I didn't get it when it came out. I think we yeah. could all stop playing at that point kind of thing. Yeah. So um, I stopped, but I went back to it as well. I know you're saying, you know, you started a new character and thing and I can't, I, I just can't bring myself to do it. I've got so much built into that character. I was tempted to use that, you know, the way you can have different jobs as the one character. Yeah. So I was tempted to go back and say, oh, I'll start one of the new jobs, but they'll require, like, because every job in the game I have, and I have a character on a fairly high level, into it, with the exception of a black mage, and it's next to impossible to get into a, into a thing, because your DPS, and this game is not kind of DPS. How many hours have you played, Andy? I mean, you, you, have, you I need mean, to look it up yeah. and we'll say it on the next episode because I'm so curious. Because I, where do you look this up? Because so this, on, it's on the PS5, if you download the game again, well, actually, no, you need to you need to check it on your PS4 because it, if you download the the PS5 game is a different, it's it's treated as a different thing. So I went onto my PS5 and it had zero hours on the game, ah. whereas on my PS4, one if I looked it up and had time played, it was 720 hours. So or actually, you can on the PS5, you can download the PS4 version of the game. So do that first. Yeah. Download the PS4 version of the game and <laughs> check your time played on that because I'd say it's fucking outrageous. I'd say your time played on that game. That is absolutely so. I mean, like this is the, the case. I mean, like two thousand plus. Easy. Oh, easy. <laughs> um, you're talking about. I mean, like I've got. Sure, we had one of the episodes where I started listening off the games I'm playing and how many hours were, yeah. and it is. It's, it's obscene. I, like it's. I don't know. Like Claire, the same thing as well. Like, 
so what she sees now and it's it's a killer for me i, I love the fact it's like a show off you thing but if you're on the ps5 now and you scroll through your games the bottom right corner shows you how many hours you've spent in each of those games yeah so that, that that's what i'm saying if you download the ps4 version of that it'll show you straight off the bat zero yeah zero how many hours, hours on that no, well, on the ps4, version, oh, the yeah, PS4 yeah. Yeah. So i'll do that then and, and find out can i but i mean just like a quick run of the some of the games i've been playing at the moment like i'm playing stellaris and that's just as you know yourself yep. that's the thing i have currently 782 hours in that Okay, go right. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I love this segment. I've got <laughs> how much can, how much time was that spent playing games? <laughs> um, no, I've got like a Stardew, and that's cracking over five hundred hours now. Five hundred hours. <laughs> in some of Stardew us, Valley. some of us, were stuck at home, oh working, trying to work from home during COVID, God. and spent an obscene amount. Of I time spent games. a lot of time playing Stardew. I felt, I, I mean, I definitely a hundred, hundred and fifty anyway. Like maybe a couple of hundred between my. This man spent. He spent a lot of time but selling strawberries. Mon- Monster Hunter. Oh man, oh. I don't even want to. When we went back to Monster Hunter to fight the Fatalis, and we'd like <laughs> left the game for ages. Like we hadn't played for months and months. We hadn't started Iceborne. Yeah. And then uh, me, you, me, Darren, and Craig, I think, went back to play it. And I think Pete, Pete was playing. Pete it for hopped a bit. on for a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pete was playing it for a bit, and you were like, "Oh yeah, I'll get involved or whatever else." And you came back, and you're just in all this like resplendent <laughs> armor. You're like a foot taller than you should be. You've got like like everything done. Um, except couldn't the, except so couldn't the Fatalis. Be the Fatalis no, and the, who was before Fatalis? There was like a monster you didn't get past. That was on the oh. lead up to him. Um, you're right. There was um, just one. I God, think it was, was like it? the second last monster. Remember, it was like a, a monster Andy couldn't beat. Oh, um, I can't think of the name of this. But he was. Yes. Oh, I know the dragon one. The uh, not obviously not Fatalis. It was the. Oh, oh, got it. Um, oh, it's on tip of my tongue. But yes, you had to fight him, and he was incredibly difficult yeah. to do the, the 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 fight in terms of. No one was playing it anymore, so you couldn't really get a party in it. So you needed us to. I to need do you guys it. to actually give me a dig out because I, I like I was primarily a solo player from yeah. Monster Hunter. Like unless I was playing yeah. with you guys, so you fought him in like an underground lava cavern yeah. type thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like the entire time that I was playing solo, like I blistered the entire game, did all the things, but I, I've done all the fights solo and gone over them enough times to base you know the third last boss's armor set. Yeah. Um, entirely kitted out. Like, yeah. I think I had like Omega version of... And you just, you'd have like several armor sets. Like you'd have armor sets from like all these different monsters and you come and I was always, I've always been amazed by your, your attritional ability when it comes to a game. <laughs> like you will just... Thanks, like, that, that makes it sound a lot better than what I was going to say it was. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> just, my, my addiction. <laughs> <laughs> but you like, you will commit to a game and like it happened with um, Deep Rock Galactic as well yeah. oh, where wow. we were like getting through the game we're like oh yeah sweet like we'll, we'll see what the story is and then we left it for a few days and we came <laughs> back and you were like eight times our levels <laughs> you were giving us potions that made us like explode and stuff yeah, it yeah, was yeah. crazy look at all these things I discovered but yeah. going back because you didn't say your time on Monster Hunter and we're just talking oh, yeah. about world this is just world so just to, to get in, what would you guys assume I have on that just a matter of interest because I know I know to the minute what I have on that game so my time on the PS PSP version um, that we played last, I remember checking, was like 500, to, uh, probably closer to 600 hours on the PSP version, which I think I still to date spent more time on. Even with all our Fatalis fights, I still think I spent more time on that PSP version than I did in Monster Hunter World. Mm. Ah, man, you're probably... Oh. See, I've only, I'm just trying to think of me. Like, we beat the Fatalis and stuff. Yeah. I think I've about 140 hours. In the game, I probably because I was I was more. eighty before Iceborne, and then I mean the thing is, Fatalis is like a half an hour every time. Have you got like time. a thousand, one thousand five hundred hours on Monster Hunter? 
Well, wait until these are finished and you can... Higher or lower? No, higher... No, no, no. no, 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 no. I have, was... have your guess. Have your guesses and then I'll let you know the exact amount because like, even I'll... I... I won't lie. I mean, I... During COVID, Monster Hunter World was my kind of game. That and I played a lot of Realm Reborn as well. But they were the two kind of ones I threw myself yeah. into. You've like... Um, there's been like three or four games you've been like, during COVID, man. I just stared you the same. It's COVID. So, it's not so, COVID, so, Andy. It's you. So, <laughs> no, it is me. No, <laughs> Um, no, like with Stardew, I played that a lot, and then Claire started playing it as well. And the two of us, yeah, yeah it's it a, together. and it's a lovely, two it is. And we spent so we, we tried every variation what's, of every uh, map and stuff. What's your excuse for Monster Hunter? <laughs> I had, no, I had no so much spare time, and I just okay. So, so uh, like five hundred hours or close to six hundred hours in the PSP version, which was like at a time where I had nothing but time as a kid, because those six hundred hours were put in in a very small window. I mm. think back in the day, I'm thinking of you playing World now. I'm going to multiply that by at least a factor of three. I'm going to say you're about 1,800 hours on Monster Hunter World, which I hope... I'm going to... I'll give you some credit and I'll say 14, which is 10 times the amount I've played. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I've played a lot of that game. So hit us, Andrew. What's okay, your so my total play time as of, I think it was two weeks ago when I last jumped on, it's 1,882 hours. Oh, <laughs> good guess, Darren. Great guess. So can I just put... The, can I just put... The, I've added... Don't. The, please don't put that so in today's place. <laughs> so we've got just four games. We've got Realm Reborn, Monsunder, mm-hmm. Stardew, and... Um, I, and can I just say, I know for a fact, Realm Reborn's more than Monster Hunter. Jesus Christ. Easily. So I, I haven't included Realm, so I put in my... Easily Realm Reborn. So what did you say you had about 700 hours in? Huh? Stellaris? Stellaris. Uh, Stellaris, I have 782. Okay, so we're, th- we're talking, th- this is uh, Stellaris, Monster Hunter, Stardew, and... Realm Reborn? Well, hang on, if you're, are you talking, because No Man's Sky has more than Stardew. No, no, no. Stardew's the no, low, no, lower... I, listen, we're going to put... This, <laughs> this will be a new segment. The, don't... don't it? How don't sad is Andy? Don't you have to spend 10,000 hours to become a master at something. You're, you're officially you're, a master of video games. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So I'm Doesn't show, though. <laughs> Fatalis. 1,800 on Monster Hunter, 500 on Stardew. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you say was the... Call it 800 and Stellaris if you're bouncing up and down on that then. Stellaris. And was there another game that we had included in that? What Realm Reborn, but I don't know yet. Don't know. So we'll just take those three games at the minute. Those three games. And we're going to talk about 12-hour days because, you know, we don't... Like, where you, you've got to play for 12 hours maybe the day. <laughs> 259 days woohoo nice yeah. yeah and I have a wife and two kids yeah that's that's <laughs> what gets me that really blows my mind I don't sleep like you know and you're clearly a good dad and like yeah. it's like where do you find the time and you work all the time I, I think it's it's like I and like this is something Claire I was always amazed by. Andrew I, mastered cloning a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And this it's is a fake Andrew. This is my first time bits. on the podcast. I've actually got three <laughs> others actually come performing today. Um, no, I because as like Claire as well, I sleep maybe four hours a night. I always have. That's just my. I don't sleep any more than that. I can't physically sleep any more than that. Yeah. So I find myself up at like six a.m. most mornings with the weekend or whatever. Claire and the kids on a weekend generally don't get up until twelve one two. Yeah. So you just so I just game. Most of, my, most of my mornings are gaming. Even before work, nice. I get up and play an hour of games and I go to work. That was uh, how I played a lot of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Again, during COVID in New Zealand. And uh, I was living with Tole, Andy and Helen at the time. And uh, I kind of wanted to settle into it in the sitting room on a big TV or whatever. People get distracted me. I was like, no, no, no. So I set up my like monitor in a room at the end of the bed. And uh, I would get up at 5 a.m. 
and everyone else would get up at like eight or half eight specifically so I could play Final Fantasy Seven Remake by myself. And then right as everyone else was getting up, I'd pick up the phone and I'd ring Darren. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd talk about where we were in the game and like talk for like a half an hour or 40 minutes about it. And that was just my routine for ages. Like that morning, getting up early in the morning and playing games. It's such a nice time to do when it. You, it is. Like yeah. on a weekend or whatever. It's so nice. I, I see, don't do enough of that anymore. Actually. I see so many memes and stuff about there. Like, you know, like funny videos on, you know, uh, YouTube shorts or Instagram shorts, whatever of like, you know, 12-year-old me playing video <laughs> games and it's like 3 a.m. and like wide awake playing video games. Like 30-year-old me playing video games is 9 p.m. and I sit down and I'm knackered. And I'm like, that is me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like that, that time when you get up in the morning and it's like, wow, I'm completely locked into this because I'm freshly awake, yeah. play games. Yeah, man. Damn. Well, All right, so that's, that's a brand new segment. Andrew, for the next time you're on the podcast, I need you to look at a couple more games that you play a lot of. I will, I will get my top five games in order of how much time I spent. Ah. But can I, yeah, so just for a laugh, try and figure out how much time I spent on Realm of Born. Okay, I'll, I'll so we're, we're putting our bets in. Anybody else, uh, between now and the next episode that Andrew is going to appear on, email us at the gift game podcast at gmail.com and tell us how many hours you believe Andrew's played of Final Fantasy XIV and Realm of Born. Uh, my guess, oh man. All right, like, so it's, just, it's just to put into perspective here as well, right? Whereas Monster Hunter and stuff, like I played that kind of solo and stuff and thing. When oh, I was, no, no, when no, I was playing Realm of Born, I was playing it long before a lot of you guys joined onto it. So I think a lot, by the time you guys had started playing with me, I was already like level 50 on my White Mage. So I had played it for an extortion time before you guys joined. We're talking you... about 10 years, essentially, worth of playing this game. 4,000 yeah. hours. 5,000 hours. <laughs> 20,000 <000 laughs> hours! <laughs> 1 million hours. Um, okay, so uh, 5,000... Okay, I'm going to go for 6,200 hours. <laughs> it just seems... Disgusting. It seems like such a preposterous number. Like, it seems like it's not possible as well, yeah. you know? So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm excited to hear. And you don't know, Andrew, so you don't... I don't, because the thing is, like, I know it's more than Monster Hunter because I know how much time I sank yeah, into yeah, and yeah. And I in. And in, in your... I say, defense if it's defensible... Uh, in your defense, this is a game that we've been playing on and off for 10 years. Like yeah. It's, yeah. it's been in existence since 2014. And it is so. such a time sink. Yeah. yeah, and you have to remember as well that when I first started playing, I, I wasn't married, I didn't have kids, and oh, a yeah. lot of the time was spent just gaming. Like that, My life at the time was just work, game, sleep, maybe sleep, game. Repeat. Work. Game, Paul's, work. Paul's second to work. Game. Uh, forget I have a job. Game. game. Yeah. Gaming was the one thing job, I didn't game. forget or not do. So. Okay. So that's a brand new segment on the show. I love this. We're going to. Uh, yeah. And, and don't. Next time you're coming on, don't have your top five. Let, like, don't, don't shoot your load too early. Just pick a couple <laughs> of games that you've played a lot of. And just throw them out in the episode. Don't pick your top five. Like, hold on to some of your highest ones for future well, episodes. Well, so that's the problem. I mean, like, my highest ones are Monster Hunter, No Man's Sky, and Realm Reborn. Okay, well, the next one we'll talk about Realm Reborn. Hold off on No Man's Sky to another another segment. How long has Andrew played games? I love it. <laughs> Too long. I love Guys, it. That's, that's been plenty of time. We did it. We've hit the hour mark, essentially. Sweet. Nice. Uh, talking absolute bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even talk as much about Realm Reborn as I had planned to. And, and as no, much as I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that one. might nearly be an episode in itself. It should be. Considering how much and time we could pump in the talk about that. What I'd like to do about that episode, that, that game as a whole, is um, 
while we're playing it, like when we get the lads back on, I'd like it for it for it to be just a, especially if I've got two people on with me who are playing Realm Reborn. Mm. I'd like to have a little segment before we kind of kick off the show about like how is it going, you know? Yeah. How's the free company going, you know? We're not. There's no free company. We yeah. have to wait. A, we have to wait a month to set it up. And we, I have to laugh. The last time I jumped on as well, our house was gone. Yeah. Because remember, you guys gave me all your money, and I'd gone off and bought a house. Yeah. And then we all start playing, and then I logged out back on and see the plot had been sold because it's been so well, long since. Here's the, here's the good news, Andrew. Me and Kev went on a little bit later on today, and uh, I was like, so. I, when I first went on and I first went on to the section in uh, Remoborn where you unlock the residential areas yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. lavender beds in Gridania I was like amazing I'll, I'll go check this out and I saw there was loads of plots but loads of available plots which is unusual for the game but since they've they've added all so many loads, more onto yeah. it yeah, yeah. and it was like oh my god these could look like I thought it was affordable like 3.6 million gil I was like maybe I have like I'll go to my level 50 whatever character that I played the most of he's probably got a bit of money logged in with him uh, not a whole lot of money, like, you know, 50K, whatever. And then I logged into another character. He had 80, 90K. I was like, okay. <laughs> Slow but steady. So I sent Kevin a message being like, how much money do you reckon your old, like, Ram Born character has in that game? And you came back to me, Kev, with a beautiful 2.6 mil. I was like, wow, we are It was uh, one of my, sorry to interrupt, but because Andy's here, I have to say it. One of the only messages I ever sent you on PlayStation yeah. was a picture of my character ima doing botany and me saying i got addicted to botany and that's what <laughs> happened i spent weeks doing botany and weaving and selling it all and yeah. that's like the last thing i did in the yeah, game making tons of money so he came up with like 2.6 mil i was like okay so to the mail but we'll we'll get that while we're playing and i realized i had like two or three other characters two sorry two other characters that i just had in game went on to one he had 90k and i was like ah well i'll run over to kev's character and trade that with kev so he's got all the money yeah and i saw there was four uh, letters that I need to go to my Moogle for to be like, oh, I got four letters. I'll read them. Hats off to Peter, Mc, you know, for for Pete. Shout to, out to Pete. Yeah. Shout Peter out to Pete for the honesty here because in my last time I played, we had a free company with Pete, and we all were all saving for mm. a house. And this is back when the servers weren't great and it was hard to get a house and everything was expensive and it was like I, I don't think they had a lottery system i think they had almost like an auction system there, there was a point there where we were playing i think it was three of us at least anyway i think it might have been pete and i think one or two others as well and i was sat in the the lavender beds because someone at that time was going to auction up their house and yeah. i think i'd taken all of our money to go see what it was going for and i, I sat there for hours waiting yeah. for the same thing to happen. So, so I logged on with this character and saw there was four messages from, and I was like, oh, four messages. And I think his character's called like Drizzler or something Drizzler, like that. Yeah, yeah. Drizzler, so yeah. It took me a moment to like, who the hell's, like who's, who sent me these letters from Drizzler? And I opened them. And Pete had, whoever was in that company with uh, Pete when we were playing through the game the last time, we'd all pooled our money and resources. And Pete, I guess, in, in wanting to go and join a new free company because we'd all left, mm. he just sent us all, like he cut the cake in equal parts and sent us all stuff. I had a million. He sent me a million gills. So I opened up this letter and I like it's you know, it tells you how many days ago it was. It was like one thousand two hundred something days ago. <laughs> yeah. This mail's just been sitting in my account. Uh, and then I passed it over, passed that money over to Kev and I was like, sweet. So we went to go to the Lavender Beds to buy a house. A thing that we never succeeded in, in all the years of playing Room of Born. Mm. And we've literally just turned it on for a week here. And uh our free company is brand new we just set it up so we have to wait 30 days but we have enough money to go buy a plot of land and have a house and I also have four letters on my main character IMA ready to go probably another mill from Pete there. there might be a mill from Pete in there <laughs> so I'll have to go and check and, and thank him if yeah. there is yeah good stuff so yeah we'll do a full episode on Realm of Born for sure um, Ray I'm going to spend more, more more time and effort on that yeah, game yeah we're going to go finish it all the way through um, after this I'm going to stick around with Andrew and Kev and I'm going to ask them the question 
for our post show as to what console they believe has the best library. And just to put in some ground rules for this question that there will not be uh, none of the consoles that we're picking are backwards compatible. So it's purely on a library based off that console, nothing else. If you want to hear that kind of stuff and you, you're like, hey, this episode was fun, I kind of want more content, uh, hit up our patreon.com slash gift of gaming. There you'll find tons of extra episodes. We do a post show after each and every episode. We do extra news episodes when we do the news episodes. And if you like our Games Club reviews, we tend to release them early on the Patreon for our Patreon or for our patrons. So yeah, if you like that, check out patreon.com slash giftedgame and you'll find all the stuff there for the cost of a coffee a month. It's a steal. It's a steal, guys. It's gold. Content is gold. You should go and do that. But Kev, Andrew, guys, thank you so much for joining me on what is, what was a a nothing episode. <laughs> it was great. It was a it was a something episode. Yeah. You know? Thank, Thank you. you for joining me on a something episode. Thank you for making me realize how much of my life has gone down the video game toilet. Well, on those four games, we're talking about 258 12-hour days. So, so far, so far, <laughs> so far. Great job, Annie. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I've achieved something. We'll add it up and call you a therapist at the end and see how things go. <laughs> but listen, guys, it's been great. Um, to all our listeners out there, I hope you guys keep enjoying the gift that is gaming. Uh, until then, peace out. Later.